Hello again everyone and welcome back to The InDesigner, the video cast that provides information, instruction and insight for designers using and learning Adobe InDesign. I'm your host Michael Murphy, graphic designer and Adobe certified expert in InDesign CS2. And today is the 27th of March 2007. Now normally the specific day makes no difference for my video casts, but today is a big day for InDesign users. Today the lid comes off the cookie jar so to speak when Adobe officially announced the new version of the Creative Suite and all of its applications, including InDesign CS3. This will be done at a big event in New York at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, but you can get a preview of the latest incarnation of InDesign right here. This is episode 38, InDesign CS3, A First Look. I've been working with a pre-release version of CS3 for a while now, putting it through its paces and checking out all of its new and improved features. If I don't restrain myself, I could go on for hours talking about and showing you what's been added and what's been changed, but I'm going to try to keep it short and simple today. Since this is a video podcast and it's our first look at InDesign CS3, I'm going to concentrate on the look, on what you see on the screen. And there's good reason to do this because Adobe has dramatically changed the user interface face for all of its Creative Suite applications. Speaking of looks, here's the new periodic table of the element style icon system that Adobe has implemented across all of the Creative Suite applications. I'll launch InDesign CS3, and the first thing any Mac user working on one of the new Intel-based machines will notice is how fast this Intel-compatible version opens and is ready to go. The next thing you can't help but notice is the new welcome screen. From here, you can open recent files or invoke the open command, create a new document, book, library, or file from a template, access the InDesign community on the web with any of these options, uh, pay no attention to this error message here, it's related to this beta version on my machine, and from here you can access tutorials and help files. For those of you who hate helpful welcome screens, there's a Don't Show Again checkbox so you won't see this screen anymore. Just check that and close the welcome screen. If you ever find yourself regretting that decision, it's no problem. Just go to the Help menu and choose Welcome Screen to bring it back any time. Hey, would you believe me if I said that there were no more palettes in InDesign? You probably wouldn't, but it's technically true they're not actually called palettes anymore. What was a palette in CS2 is now a panel, and what was a palette group in CS2 is now a panel stack. In CS3, panel stacks reside in a customizable dock, which is this gray area you see here. And these panel stacks no longer collapse into the tabs you've become familiar with from previous versions. Right now, you're seeing the panels in a compacted icon and name mode, but if I just click once in the top of the dock, they expand out to full panels. Here it gets a little bit more familiar. There are panels for pages, info, layers, links, object styles, swatches, and so on. Notice as I click some of them, they kind of bounce around and auto-expand, allowing you to see all of their options. This keeps things compact, yet accessible. Right about now you may be wondering about the little tabs you're used to on the right-hand side of your screen that let you access layers, info, pages, etc., but kept everything as small as possible. Well, they're gone too, but you have one new option besides expanded mode and name an icon mode, and that is an icon-only mode that reduces everything to one skinny column of icons. Hovering over any icon shows its name as a tooltip, and a single click pops out just that panel when you need it. 
Click another icon to both close the last panel and open the new one in a single step. Click that icon a second time to collapse the panel back to an icon. So in a nutshell, the tabbed palette groups of CS2 and earlier are now docked panel stacks in CS3. The new version also gives us a brand new icon and name mode to keep panels small but easily identifiable, and the hinged tabs of previous versions are replaced with docked icons. If this whole panels and docks thing is freaking you out already, calm down, take a deep breath, relax. To be perfectly honest, it freaked me out a bit too when I opened CS3 for the first time. I felt that an application I knew very well suddenly seemed unfamiliar. But trust me when I tell you that it takes almost no time to get used to this, and not much more than that, to realize that it's a change for the better. I'm a huge fan of this icon-only mode especially, because it gives me more screen space to view the pages of my document. So does the new default one-column tools panel over here. But if that's too big an adjustment for you, just click once in its dock, and you've got the old-school two-column layout you always did. For now, though, I'm giving myself over to the new and keeping it one column by just clicking again in the dock. To help you appreciate this, I'll open up a document, and you can see how these minimized interface elements afford me an uncluttered view of my document window but my fully expanded panels are just one click away. If the whole dock thing just isn't doing it for you, keep in mind that at any time, you can just click and hold on the top of any panel stack, then drag it out of the dock completely to make it a standalone set of panels. Likewise, you can tear off any single panel the same way, however you're comfortable working. When I collapse the dock back into icon mode, it's easier to see that this whole stack of four panels is gone from it, but I can put them back just as easily. I can drag the layers panel back into its original stack, and the whole stack back into the dock. To get it at the top, I just look for this light blue line here, which indicates where the panel will go when I release it and now it's back where it was. If I want that stack somewhere else in the dock, I can drag it vertically and put it lower. Or I can drag it just to the left edge, see that vertical blue line, and release it there to attach a second dock to my main dock. So I can reorient panel stacks horizontally and vertically now. If I decide I liked it better the way it was, I can, at any point, go to the Window menu, under Workspace, and choose Default Workspace. One other thing I really like about the dock has to do with books and libraries. I'm going to open up a book and a couple of libraries I've created, which open up as individual panels. When working with books and libraries, you want these panels readily available, but they tend to get in the way of your layout. Fortunately, you can just drag the library panel into the dock, and the book panel as well. Both libraries show up in their own panel stack, as does my book. If I collapse the dock all the way to icons only, these panels are just one click away from being hidden or shown as I need them. Panels are also more easily resized than palettes were. Instead of only being able to pull from the lower right corner, you can grab the left edge of most panels to resize them, as well as the bottom edge, top edge, or, for undocked panels, the right edge. And I just have to say that I think Adobe did a really good job designing easily identifiable icons for these panels. They're a much more elegant solution than type on tabs running sideways up the edge of the monitor. 
Obviously, I've barely scratched the surface of what InDesign CS3 is all about, but that's all the time I have right now. Keep an eye out for upcoming episodes to really show off what can be done with this new version. There's also more CS3 news available from David, Anne-Marie, and the whole gang at InDesignSecrets.com, so go to the site and check that out. I also wrote an overview article about InDesign CS3 that will be in the upcoming issue of InDesign Magazine, which will be available on April 11th. If you sign up for a two-year subscription at InDesignMag.com and use the promo code TheInDesigner, you'll also get all the magazine's back issues absolutely free. Finally, I'll be presenting three sessions at the upcoming InDesign conference in New York City, June 4th through June 7th. Find out more about that at www.idconference.com. As always, you can post your comments and questions about this or any other episode at InDesignSecrets.com slash TheInDesigner. You can email me at info at TheInDesigner.com or look for me on AIM or iChat as TheInDesigner. Until next time, this is Michael Murphy for The InDesigner Videocast and InDesignSecrets.com. Thanks for watching.